You are listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. Awaken Church is a diverse community of authentic love and hope where you can belong as you change and change as you follow Jesus. Wow, there's no doubt that 2020 was full of some ups and downs, right? Challenging times and, and, and all kinds of moments. One of the moments that, that I won't, won't forget for a little bit, at least until football season's over, has to do with a Monday night football game on October 12th. And I remember it because I wrote some stuff down about it because it, was, it, it really challenged me. Because on Monday night football on October 12th, my favorite team, the New Orleans Saints, were playing the Chargers. And, and I was doing what I always do when I watch Monday night football or, or anytime I watch the Saints actually I'm watching the game got my snacks and I got my phone there texting back and forth with my dad one of the things that we love to do is watch the football game although we're a couple hours apart but we watch the game together and just text back and forth about the game especially when the referees are bad or when our team scores we text each other who dad well in this particular game the defense for the Saints looked so bad I mean they were we were scoring points but just couldn't stop the Chargers from scoring so much so that it looked so bad that I just gave up and my dad gave up and texted me, I'm going to bed. He's like, I'm going to bed. I'm done watching this. It's too late anyway. <laughs> and as he would say, I'm old. Um, and it was a tie game. I mean, it came down, went into overtime. The, the, the Chargers had the ball. There's no time left on the clock. And they missed the field goal. So the Saints won by three points in overtime, and, and I'm glad they didn't give up. Whenever I texted my dad, hey, I'm giving up on this, this just looks horrible, and he texted, I'm going to bed, we gave up, but, but, but they didn't give up, and I'm glad they didn't. What motivates you to not give up? There's no doubt that 2020 was at least challenging, if not horrendous, for everyone. The, the unprecedented global pandemic has affected us in all kinds of ways. Then there's an upswing in racial tension that highlighted the reality that as a culture, we, we still have a ways to go in reconciliation and unity. A hurricane hit our community, leaving us limping, at least limping, if not worse, for, for two weeks and, and longer for some. And a Category 2 hurricane doesn't come this far inland. It's just, it was just wild. And I won't even mention the volatile presidential election, except to say yikes. And then add on your personal challenges, even trauma. And on this first Sunday, on this first weekend of 2021, we want to take a deep breath and just start fresh, right? While this time of year is definitely a good time to reflect and breathe deeply and get refocused on moving forward, and I pray that's what you're doing, the reality is <coughs> excuse me, that just because we flipped the calendar over that 2020, 2020 is behind us doesn't mean the hard times are over. <coughs> 2021 is going to be like every other year in history. Good times, hard times. Victories, failures, joy, and pain. And I want us to begin the year with this mindset. We don't give up. And so we're going to look at this passage of Scripture, Galatians chapter 6, verses 8 through 10. This is something I shared with our leadership team a little earlier this year. And it just kind of came back as the first sermon for us for this year. Galatians is this letter in the New Testament written about 15 years or so after Jesus' death and resurrection. And the point of this letter is to encourage this group of Christians, this this group of Jesus followers, to live fully in the freedom that that we have in Christ. So may we find our encouragement as we read 
Galatians 6, beginning in verse 8. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. It's just at just the right time we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially those in the family of faith. Here's our big idea. We keep going forward to become more like Jesus, not to impress anyone. That's our, that's our goal. That's our plan. That's our, that's our big idea for today, for this week, and for this year. We keep going forward to become more like Jesus, not to impress anyone. <coughs> Excuse me. And nobody said it would be easy, right? From, from March to August of last year, we had to go online only in our worship gatherings, much like we have to do this week because of my family being exposed to COVID and, and under quarantine. And you would think, right, that not having to, to get up get up early and get to the theater really early to set up and then have your worship service and then, then doing all the tear down and storing of all the equipment and everything, you'd think that just rolling out of bed and doing an online sermon would just be easy, right? Wrong. We found it extremely difficult. And as Zach, our, our worship leader, put it, 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 it at first we, we kind of started doing it, it kind of felt obnoxious to be in the living room preaching and singing and trying to lead worship into a phone kind of felt obnoxious it was difficult it's hard planting a new church nobody said it would be easy engaging in virtual worship when the world is in a a pandemic nobody said it would be easy why do we tend to gravitate towards the easy way following jesus no matter what year it is it's not the easy way our passage, our passage in Galatians today says there will be a harvest. A harvest is a farming term, meaning that to gather the fruit of your labors. A harvest, to gather the fruit of your labors. We want to be fruitful Christians. We want to live fruitful lives. And fruitful living takes hard work. And hard work pays off. Now, this is not to say you can earn your salvation or you can work hard enough to earn earn heaven or earn earn salvation. What it is to say is that when you are following Christ, you, you desire to be fruitful. And to be fruitful takes hard work because that's where the harvest comes in. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. Nobody said it would be easy, but we don't give up. Harriet Beecher Stowe said, never give up, for that is just the place and time that the tide will turn. How many times have I, not knowing that the tide was just about to turn, given up? I don't want to do that anymore. As difficult as it can be to understand, God can use your pain for his purpose. And I'm not saying God causes the pain. I don't believe that. I'm not saying God is mean or God's a bully. I don't believe God is making life harder for us. What I do know, however, is that God can use the tough times we go through to grow our endurance and our faith. Look at Jesus and his mission. Look at the early church. Look at the challenges and the setbacks recorded in Acts. If the kingdom where Jesus rules was established and spread through difficulties, why do we think it will be different for us? No doubt, planting this awakened church is, is, is much harder than I ever anticipated. There's no doubt about that. It's hard, and I get tired, and I'm, and I'm sure, awakened church family, leadership, I'm sure you get tired too. But nobody said it would be easy. So we step in, we step in forward with determination and faith, and determination and faith work together. Due to some the craziness of 2020 and just, just life in general, we saw a number of people move away, important people 
important to the church family, important to us personally, leaving us, in some cases, much more limited in instrumentation in praise and worship. And and we had two Sundays where Caleb, one of our uh, singers, vocalists, even led worship a cappella with no, no accompaniment at all. And we had members joining us virtually, sending us messages, saying, "How in the world can he do that? It's just, this is it's wonderful. It's different. You know, it's completely one guy, one guy, leading us into worship with no instrumentation." We were determined to honor Jesus. That was the point. We were determined we were going to honor Jesus with our praise and worship, even if we had to get outside the box of how we do church. Determination and faith work together. What are your goals for this year that will take determination and faith to accomplish? I hope you have some. And I hope you have the determination and faith to see it through. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Faithful people keep going when others give up. Determination and faith work together in the lives of the persistent. The key is the focus of perspective. Do you see a roadblock or do you see an opportunity? See, my faith says, remember, God called you to this. If God brought you to it, he'll bring you through it. There's no testimony without a test, right? I've, had, I've heard my friends say this kind of thing. He's like, you, you don't get a message unless you go through the mess. Faith and determination don't focus on the problem. Don't get taken off course by the pain. Faith and determination look at the bigger plan and focus on what you were actually called to do. Nelson Mandela said, it always seems impossible until it's done. It reminds me of this great quote I have from an unknown source, and I used to have it posted on my office door. And that quote said, those who say it can't be done should not interrupt those who are doing it. So stay focused on the purpose and vision that God has for your life. Stay, or stay focused on seeking to discover that purpose and vision. If you don't have, I don't know, if, if you're at this point, you say, Steve, I don't know the purpose and vision God has in my life. You know what? Stay focused on seeking to discover that. <coughs> for Awakened Church, we stay focused on the vision to be a diverse community of authentic love and hope where you can belong as you change and follow Jesus. Change as you follow Jesus. That's our focus. Our focus is on that. And as we do that, we keep our focus there, we realize something. Who we become is greater than what we accomplish. It's true. Who we become is greater than what we accomplish. One of the things that we did find ourselves doing was experiment with all kinds of different ways over this past year of how to enter into praise and worship. Because we get locked in the rut, like every other church congregation does, of you say a prayer, you sing a couple of familiar hymns and songs, and then there's a sermon and there's a prayer. Sometimes, and usually an opportunity to respond. And what we found was, we found ourselves in this unique situation to say, how can we express our praise and worship in different ways and engage the heart, engage the mind to become more like Jesus? That's what worship is does. It honors God and engages us. And so one thing we did one Sunday was I wrote a spoken word piece. We had no music that particular Sunday, no one to lead singing. And so we had to come up with some different ideas. And I did a spoken word piece. And so what I did for today as we begin this new year is to write a new spoken word piece, kind of a, a remix of that one. And this is called Hindsight is 2020. 
We claimed 2020 vision, but no one saw so clearly. New day, new year, we got plans. And we were off more than nearly, thrill of victory and an agony of defeat. It all hit harder than Nunez's hands. So we come together to be torn apart. Pandemic, epidemic, trying to fight the hate systemic. We can't help but miss how it started out to be. Something's missing. Someone's missing. There's an empty spot right here. Don Wells, Charlie Pride, Fred Willard, and Jerry Stiller died. Eddie Van Halen, Regis Philbin, Sean Connery, Alex Trebek. We lost Mr. Wrestling 2, Pat Patterson, and Brody Lee. What the heck? There's an empty spot right here. We still miss you, Kobe. So I continue to wake up and get up and mask up, not just for me, but for you. If my eyes are all can be, I hope that love is what you see. My parents are sick. I'm in quarantine, but I still love you. But we don't give up. We move on. Setting goals and resolutions for our 21 list. Look, who you are trumps what you do. Who you become is greater than what you accomplish. Lord, hindsight is 2020. And we are thankful it's behind us. So we step with faithful determination as your grace and peace remind us. So Lord, we turn the page and turn again to you. 2021 has arrived and it's really nothing new. So we wake up and we get up and we do what Jesus do. Give us authentic vision to become more like you. What are your goals? Who are you seeking to become this year? Galatians says, here's the kind of people we should be. Whenever we have opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially those in the family of faith. So here's the reminder. Something we've said before we even launched Awaken Church. It's been a part of our DNA. Church is a people, not a place. Church is people, not a place. And I've seen this as my parents have contracted COVID and tested positive and have been very sick. That, that, that church family has stepped up. Christians have stepped up and brought them meals and been, been full of prayer and given a ride to, to, to a doctor. I've experienced myself as we have been, my family, personally in quarantine due to exposure. While none of us have become sick to this point, what I have experienced is an opportunity for others who love us in Jesus to be able to say we're here for you because and, and, and nobody uses this term because we're the church but it's the truth this is because we are the church and the church is people not a place so when we talk about God building his church we're talking about people we're talking about we're talking about us God is building us our faith our endurance our character and character isn't about winning on the first try character is about what you do on the third try and the fourth try and the fifth try and so building his church isn't about how many people we can attract to come to the Parkway Cinema for our worship gatherings and we want you to still come and we are practicing every bit of of uh, uh, uh of stipulations using all the procedures of social distancing and and and, and touch-free greeting and 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 face masks are being worn and we are we are doing everything we can to to continue to to help end this 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 thing that we're in but the reality is whether you join us there in person or online, that is because you are the church and we want you to take the message and to live it more than we want you to come and gather and be in a place together. We want to be out in the lives of each other with the message and with the movement and with the mission of Jesus together, building our character because God is building us, our faith, our endurance, and our character. And character, again, it's not about winning on the first try. 
It's about what you do on the third try, the fourth try, the fifth try. Several years ago, God began to plant within us a vision for a new church. The vision was that awakened church would be missional. Meaning we're on the mission of Jesus and that, that is above and beyond our focus over everything. Our goal is not to, to, to gather together and just be a holy little huddle. Our goal is to be about the mission to go and make disciples. And so we are, that has been our launching point. That is who we are. We are, we are about the mission. We're not about keeping things the same. We're not about changing things just to change things. We're about making the mission the, the main thing. Awakened Church is also multicultural. We live in a, a very multicultural community. It's extremely multicultural. And, and, and we want to reflect that community. But not only that, we, really, we believe God has called us to reflect the diversity of His kingdom, the beautiful diversity that is the reality of the kingdom of God, and be multicultural. And Awakened Church will be multiplying. Now you say, well, this is a church plant. You've been at this four years. You've been three years uh, launched as an official congregation. And you seem to be kind of heading the, the other direction because we count numbers. And we count because we, we look at n- numbers like like, peop- like like you know nickels and noses, as we put it, instead of looking at the reality that there have been seeds planted of this message, of this mission, of the love and the grace and the hope that is in Jesus Christ only. And it's now planted all across this state through what has been happening at Awakened Church. And this vision for, for this church, for this, for this family to be missional, multicultural, and multiplying has not changed. If anything, the experience of the past four years in Natchitoches has deepened our understanding as to why God is leading this way. And as much as that first year that we were here, and I heard as I shared this vision, as much as I heard Natchitoches needs a church like that, I feel the need is even greater today. Winston Churchill said, never give up on something you can't go a day without thinking about. Guys, I can't, I have not gone a day that, uh, that I don't think about awakened church. I don't dream about Awakened Church. I don't pray about Awakened Church. You see, uh, yeah, I've been able to spend the last uh, week, two weeks or so of the year on a vacation, much needed, uh, taking a break all year long. And now here I am going, you know what I did all through that vacation? I prayed about Awakened Church. There wasn't a day that I didn't think about it. God shows us that this is his plan for us and for Natchitoches. And, 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 and I'm not going anywhere until God and only God says this is not the plan anymore. But the question is really that we have to answer is God, if God has his way with us, who will we be? That is, yes, specific to to me, my family, my calling. But it's also specific to awakened church. If God has his way with us, who will we be? But I want you to answer that question for you and for your family. If God has his way with us, who will we be? See, we have a word every year. We pick, we, we don't just pick randomly we spend time in prayer fasting and conversation and see where is God leading us how what is what is God's word for us heading into this new year and our word for this year is perseverance and here's how we're defining it becoming like becoming more like Jesus through the struggle perseverance becoming more like Jesus through the struggle so let's persevere let's be persistent let's take some next steps and I want to I want to encourage you right now even challenge you. Take this next step and invite at least one person to join us in person. Our plan is to be back at the theater next Sunday or virtually next Sunday. Much safer that way. But we would love to have have as much as possible. Because we're starting this new series. Revelation, Living in the Apocalypse. And i got to tell you, this is a topic that people are interested in. Well, that's not why we're doing it. We're doing it because... God has laid it on our heart. 
for this moment, for this season, to dive into this ancient letter to see how we can live in <laughs> the reality that we're in today. Lord, we love you. Thank you that you are with us and that you haven't abandoned us. And that we thank you that 2020 is behind us. And Lord, if we're going to be honest, it was a tough year for, for most of us. It was a hard year. It was a brutal year on so many. But Lord, just because the calendar has changed over to a new year doesn't mean that all that's just gone. Hearts are still broken. Hearts are still heavy. People are still sick. And Lord, we don't do any of this out of complaining or being a downer. We do this because Lord, we just want to be honest. Lord, we need you. You are our healer. You are our hope. You are our joy. You are our grace and our peace. And we need you. And so Lord, as we move into 2021, and we know that hindsight's 2020, Lord, help us to see, not just figure out what will happen but, Lord, to see how can we sh become more like Jesus no matter what happens. How can we become more like you, Jesus, through the struggle? And as we do that, Lord, we will thank you. We will praise you. and we will, keep be, we will just keep moving forward. Not to impress anyone, but to become more like you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. It's our hope that you have been encouraged by today's message. Find out more about Awaken Church at awakenla.church or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at AwakenChurchLA.